Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Carolina Panthers training camp update with Bill Voth in about 30 minutes. Question for me during the break. I'm seeking London travel tips as I take the family to England and miss the next couple of weeks worth of shows. I'll be back on Monday, August 19th. Darren Vaught has a really cool Voices of North Carolina tour prepared for you in my absence. More on that shortly with more of your phone calls. What was the best thing you saw anywhere in the sports universe and what made it that since we were last together on Friday? What was the worst thing you saw anywhere in the sports universe and what made it that? You can chime in at 1-800-849-2761. We've had examples from NASCAR, the Wyndham Championship, Major League Baseball, a little hoops, a lot of football. Little Bob Costas, we have more of the best of the Hall of Fame speeches. That's the Pro Football Hall of Fame as the class of 19 was inducted and gave their speeches this weekend in Canton, Ohio. 1-800-849-2761. DG, when it comes to Alejandro Bedoya, why would he be a best of the weekend for you? Because generally speaking, I like when thoughtful, informed people are willing to use their platforms to discuss important matters. And I don't think that stops just because you're a sports figure. If you're just joining us, Alejandro Bedoya of the MLS, former member of the U.S. men's national team, got worst of the weekend votes from some of our audience because he didn't, quote, stick to sports. He grabbed a microphone after scoring a goal against a team from D.C., right there in our nation's capital, during a weekend that saw two more mass shootings in our country. I like when thoughtful, informed people stick their necks out and even if they're a sports figure, I like to hear their input. Now, I have my own opinions. Sometimes I agree with them. Sometimes I disagree with them. But as some of you are yelling, stick to sports, and I believe in part because you like to stick your head in the sand and don't want to deal with reality, I cheer those who use their platforms to give thoughtful, informed input. I don't always agree with them. I just think the world is a better place when informed, thoughtful people speak more about matters they know something about, and I given Bedoya's background and his connection to the Stoneman Douglas shootings and also his tweets about how he feels about this, view, this uh, societal matter and why, more conversation from thoughtful, informed people, less from uninformed, ignorant Twitter trolls. The only way the world becomes a better place is if thoughtful, informed people speak more and the ignorant are left at the children's table so that adults can try, at least, to make the world a better place, even through some complicated ups and downs. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. I don't know if that answers the entire question, but I am happy to revisit it as needed. I will add this as we give you the best of Tony Gonzalez and Ed Reed from the Pro Football Hall of Fame. If... Somebody coming out of the weekend that was has already proven himself or herself to be a racist, bigoted, divisive, polarizing, hateful, angry person. If that person, and that's their track record and their body of work, I mean, they have redefined hateful and divisive and polarizing. If that same person then asks for unity and for Americans to come together, and you believe that nonsense? You are some combination of gullible, hypocritical, naive, ignorant, and outright stupid. And you might be a member of a cult. That's more of what I think about that question of the day. There's more where that come, came from if you need it at 1-800-849-2761. Critical thought 
is one of the things that makes us separate and better than animals, right? I, other animals, other mammals. I love my dog. Oliver communicates by wagging his tail. Oliver does not get any input on where we're visiting in London, for example, okay? Critical thought is one of the things that separates us from other mammals. Why you would abandon critical thought as a human being, as many of you do, as blind partisans and for political reasons, you abandon critical thought. I can't think of anything I would less want to give up as a human being. It's part of what makes you human. I mean, unless you just want to be the little dog that wags his tail. I mean, I love Ollie. I'll pat you on the head. I'll listen to your tail wag every once in a while. But I'm never going to take you seriously about important matters if you have abandoned critical thought. If you are listening to anybody who tells you that video games or mental illness are central to these issues, seriously, you're, you're stupid or ignorant or some combination of gullible and blind. There's no doubt. Again, use your critical thinking brain. We've had 250 of these things, mass shootings. Most other first world countries have had zero or one in this calendar year. 250, zero or one, all over the rest of the world. Do they have people with mental illness in those countries? I think they do. Do they have video games in those countries? I think they do. What a critical thinker does is, is hey, let's continue to research matters of mental illness and matters related even to violence among certain video game players. I'm all in favor of more research and science and facts and follow the evidence. If you are naive, ignorant, hypocritical, gullible, and outright stupid enough to be distracted by these nonsensical politicians and other leaders who want to tell you the starting point is video games and mental illness, if it's the starting point, why are all those other countries lacking in this type of problem? Don't abandon your critical thinking, folks, or you're just the little dog who shouldn't be taken seriously even when you're wagging your tail. Everybody is smarter than that. I have a legal background that helps me understand what the Second Amendment is and is not, but everybody is smart enough to understand that the availability of guns is the starting point. And if you need my legal expertise, I can tell you this. There are many gun safety proposals that would save lives and would also be totally compliant with the Second Amendment. You do not have to be a blind loyalist to the NRA or anybody else. There are intelligent conversations to be had. And those politicians whose souls haven't been purchased by the NRA are willing to have those conversations. That's the reality, folks. Don't turn off your critical brains. Are we living in a Wizard of Oz-type world? I, I have seen more Americans who are playing the Wizard of Oz game right now. No heart, no brain, no courage. And I got news for you, Wizard of Oz people. If you've abandoned your brain and your heart and your courage... In this case, there is a man behind the curtain, and in this case, he's a fraud, too. That's how it was in The Wizard of Oz. That's how it is in the United States of America in 2019 as well. Don't ever abandon your brain, your heart, or your courage, and stop believing the frauds behind the curtain.
1-800-849-2761. More life lessons from guys like Tony Gonzalez and Ed Reed. In Tony's case, he had a message for his kids. Live check-in from Spartanburg with Bill Voth on the Carolina Panthers. Stop with the ignorance. Stop with the dishonesty. Stop with the sleight of hand. Nobody is stupid enough to believe that the starting point is video games and mental illness. If it were, I mean, when my children were first graders, they had the ability to critically think to a point where they realized that that's a fraud. That's a sleight of hand. That's misdirection. What is the difference in the country that has 250 mass shootings and all those others? You really think it's mental illness? You really think it's video games when there's a mountain of evidence proving you wrong? Wow. Go ahead and abandon critical thinking if you want to. I'm going to keep patting you on your head like you're a little dog whose greatest contribution to an intelligent conversation is wagging your tail. 1-800-849-2761. More from the Pro Football Hall of Fame. More of your phone calls. 1-800-849-2761. Next on the David Glenn Show. Mike Krzyzewski joining us. We asked folks you work with at Duke if you've changed or mellowed over the years. Well, you know, mellow is having a glass of wine and looking over, you know, the sunset, you know. <laughs> uh, I don't see how you can be mellow and coach a game. That can't happen. If it does, then you shouldn't be coaching. Keep it here on the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. One thing we promised from the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Ty Law on his mom, Champ Bailey on being a black man in America in 2019, Kevin Mawai's touching message to his military dad. We gave you those earlier. Tony Gonzalez had a message to his own children. Ed Reed talked about football being fundamentally a kid's game. Kevin and others want in at 1-800-849-2761. Best or worst of the weekend or otherwise. Bill Voth will join us live from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Fan Fest at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte was a lot of fun despite the rain on Friday night. The Panthers are back on the field. Rookie Brian Burns limped off earlier today, but he's fine. Luke Keekley had the issue last week. He's back and in action. More on those stories with Bill Voth on all things NFL. More of what we promised from Canton, Ohio. Tony Gonzalez is one of the best tight ends I've ever seen with my own eyes. He's been a guest here on the David Glenn Show. We took the best of the Hall of Fame speeches this weekend. This was what we took from Tony Gonzalez as he spoke to his own children. I know this Hall of Fame weekend has been about me and my experiences to get to this moment. I now want to shift this moment to you guys. There is no doubt in my mind that everything I have achieved, you can achieve and more. This is only if you are fearless enough to discover what it is that you truly love to do. In order to do this, you must stay present Stay curious, stay joyful. If you do this, chances are you won't have to find what you love, but what you love will surely find you. You will get knocked down, you will fail, and you will doubt yourself. That, my sweet children, is where the gold is. One more we promised. Steve wants in on the Panthers. Kevin wants in on Alejandro Bedoya or related matters. 1-800-849-2761. The greatest safety that I have ever seen. I believe even Bill Belichick, the Patriots legendary coach, has called Ed Reed the greatest safety in the history of the NFL. Ed Reed had both the most perfect bust 
in Canton, Ohio. Hard to get his hair right, hard to get his beard right, hard to get his facial expression right. That is about as well done a Hall of Fame bust as I've ever seen in any sport. Extra points for the degree of difficulty with Ed. He talked about football being fundamentally a kid's game. And if you saw the sideline interviews with him last Thursday night, you could tell he is still in some ways a big kid at heart himself. It's a kid's game we play. It truly is. It don't change. That's why I made the plays I did because it was just that simple. All I really wanted to do was provide for my family because we didn't have, we didn't have the structure, we didn't have the environment. So I just wanted to provide for my family. And I was able to do that, thank God, for the NFL. Thank God for this game. Ed Reed, Tony Gonzalez, Ty Law, Champ Bailey, Kevin Mawai. I think we have more. We gave you Bob Costas. Now we'll come back to your calls. 1-800-849-2761. Steve wants to talk about quarterbacks. Kevin in Burlington wants in on Alejandro Bedoya. He's the latest sports figure to speak out at a celebration of his goal for the Philadelphia Union in Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, last night. Bedoya grabbed a sideline microphone near the turf and said into it, hey, Congress, do something now. End gun violence. Let's go. As is always the case, some of the stick-to-sports people called Alejandro Bedoya a worst of the weekend. A larger number in our statewide audience called him a best of the weekend. Kevin in Burlington wants to chime in on some aspect of that. Welcome to the David Glenn Show. Hey, David. First off, let me just say, I'm, I don't have a problem with the uh, soccer player doing what he did at all. I mean, the whole, the whole thing's gotten to a point where we as a society have to do something and we have to talk about it. And the one thing that I disagree with you right now is, is yeah, okay, I res- I'm opinionated, but I want to be open-minded. And the only way you can have conversation, if you call people stupid and ignorant, you're going to shut down any conversation at all when you do that. You should never tolerate – hold on, hold on. Those are two different things. There is absolutely no way that you should tolerate ignorance because you think there's some warm and fuzzy feeling inside. If you see racism, call out racism. Otherwise, you're enabling racism. If you vote for it, you're enabling racism. If you forward ignorant emails about this racial group or this Christian group or this religious group, you are advancing those things. If you ignore it, you're enabling it. If you forward it, you're helping it. You, you cannot be silent against ignorance. You should call out ignorance. I absolutely positively disagree with the idea that you should be respectful to ignorance. If, if my child is holding a pin in a grenade, and doesn't know that pulling the pin would cause it to blow up and kill everybody. And I say, you don't know how grenades work. You're ignorant about grenades. Am I doing that person a favor, or am I insulting that person's intelligence? You know what the bottom line is? When you call out ignorance, you are doing everybody a favor. Our nation is being taken over by ignorant people on matters of race and religious bigotry. Why should I be patient with them? Why should I enable them? Why should I be silent to them? Why should I respect their opinion? I'm an incredibly well-educated man on the law and matters of the Constitution. If I see politicians treating the Constitution better than they would treat the toilet paper they wipe their own asses with, 
That's the amount of respect they show to the United States Constitution. And I'm an expert on that as a lawyer. What is the better man doing? What is the better man doing, Kevin? Tolerating that ignorance or calling out that ignorance? You're telling me silence is the better way to go? When I have the expertise to call out that ignorance, I should just enable it? I should tolerate it? I should be silent through it? When I know what I'm talking about and a lot of the ignorant people on those kinds of matters have no clue what they're talking about, and yet they'll go to a rally and they'll cheer racism and they'll cheer ignorance. I'm supposed to be quiet and respectful about that? Do you really believe that that's the most intelligent way to deal with this kind of ignorance in our country by being quiet, being respectful toward it? I don't. Well, I'm not going to argue with you on that end. As a matter of fact, my thing is, is if people think that mental health or video games has something to do with it, okay, let's open their minds up to facts. let's, Let's support this right here that, okay, with some kind of facts instead of just saying, hey, what you say is stupid. Because the fact of the matter is, it's a case-by-case uh, study. You could go back and find mass shootings have been going on sporadically for decades, but it's spiked in the last 20 years. So what is the key factor there? I'm not saying that it's video games. But I, I, don't cl- I don't claim to have all the, the answers either. But as Alejandra Padoya and other sports figures are stepping up on this, sh- this issue, one of the facts that is on their side is that as we continue to intelligently study whatever, I'm in favor of research and the scientific pursuit and gathering evidence and separating fact from fiction. I'm not afraid of any of the truths. I just wish we'd, we'd be honest about the truth. And the reality is, whatever place video games has in this story, what other place mental illness has in this story, it is not anywhere near the focal point of the story. And first world countries with more gun control laws have few or none of these mass shootings. And we've had 250 of them by one definition this year. That's the starting point, man. And I'm not going to be respectful to somebody who tells me some hocus pocus, you know, they need their NRA money. So they've got to get on TV and tell their gullible, ignorant constituents that it's really about mental illness or video games. I was not put on this earth. Have you ever asked yourself, what is your purpose here? I asked you to think about it. If you're a philosophical person, pray about it. If you're a spiritual person. I guarantee you that one of the conclusions you will not come to is that you were put on God's green earth to enable ignorant people to spread their racism and their bigotry and their ignorance. That is not why any of us is here. So some people are more tactful than I am, but frankly, I'm tired of the ignorance, the ignorant people voting people into office. I'm tired of people wiping their tail with the Constitution of the United States. I'm tired of people fanning the flames of racism and then saying, oh, 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 I'm sorry that somebody just drove to damn El Paso and just started shooting people because they're brown, because they're 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 immigrants or they're guessing in some cases whether they're here legally or not. This is insanity, man. And my background through the last 30 years is different than most Americans. And I'm not going to be silent when I know more about the law than others do. And I'm not going to be silent when I know more about racism and sexism than others do because of my training in those areas, specifically about matters of race and gender. For crying out loud, we're living in a world where the majority of Americans describe the current president of the United States as both a racist and a pathological liar. 
That's 2019 America. You can look at the polls. I didn't do the polls. The majority of Americans call that person both a racist and a pathological liar. Who's the better person? Those twiddling their thumbs, pretending that that's not the reality and hoping it goes away? Or those speaking the facts? Americans were asked those questions, and the answers came back as if, we were, if it was freaking 1959 instead of 2019. The majority of Americans describe the current president of the United States as a racist and a pathological liar. You want to pretend that's not the reality? Go ahead and stick your ostrich head in the sand. I didn't have any respect for most of you who abandoned critical thought. Again, mammals lack it. Humans, also mammals, it's one of their greatest skill sets. Stop abandoning critical thought. And if you're uncomfortable with me loudly or obnoxiously calling out ignorance, I don't care even a little bit. Frankly, we need more thoughtful, informed people to call out ignorance more often, more boldly, less apologetically. It's the only way you can be a smarter society. If the idiots get the microphone more often, and if Russian bots are, are co complicating the picture left and right on social media, which again is a scientifically proven fact, whatever you want to believe, we're living in a world where the El Paso killer quoted directly the current president of the United States repeatedly in his racist, anti-immigrant, hateful, angry manifesto. And, and we're twiddling our thumbs pretending where the inspiration came from? Of course it's a crazy person. But you're blind and you're ignorant if you're pretending that that other piece of the puzzle is not also there. I own and run media companies. And you know what? A lunatic who tried to kill media members all over the United States also had his own, his own attorney say that the inspiration for him sending pipe bombs to media members like me all over the United States was the current president of the United States. That is a fact. Nobody's making any of that stuff up. I beg people to fact check me because I don't get this stuff wrong. Fact check every last thing that I have said in this conversation. It is correct down to the crossed T's and the dotted I's. Why do you think politicians have not wanted to get on TV with me when we were talking about HB2? You know why? Because they have to worry about getting reelected. They're afraid of me because I can tell the truth about HB2 while they're lying to their constituents and fear-mongering so that they get the result at the, at the next election that they need or want. They're protecting their power. I'm dangerous because I'm not, I don't care if I get reelected. I don't want your vote. I'm an independent. I am often bothered by Democrats and Republicans, liberals and, Repo and, and conservatives. I am an equal opportunity anti-ignorance person. I don't care where it comes from. Wherever it comes from, I attack it. I don't care what label you wear. The more ignorant you are, the more I will call you out on sports, on society, or anything that is intermixed therein. I have a different background and different areas of expertise than 99% of sports radio hosts in the history of this country. I am not going to pretend that I don't have those areas of expertise so that people can live 
more comfortably in their ignorant worlds. You want to take on the facts with me? Bring it on any day. You know where I am five days a week pending my vacation. I haven't backed down from one of those conversations in 32 years, and I sure as hell am not going to start anytime soon. The idea that we should be more tolerant, more tolerant of racism and bigotry and ignorance, that is one of the worst myths in the history of modern American society. It is outrageously wrong. It is logically wrong. It is fundamentally wrong. Most of you are better than that. We may not be able to help the true Nazis, the, two, the true racists, the true religious bigots. Mo many of them, especially if they're older, are beyond our help. I'm begging the other people who are otherwise good people, who are good moms and dads and brothers and sisters and, and sons and daughters, don't abandon your critical thinking. Stop voting for and listening to ignorant, dishonest, sleight-of-hand people, including politicians. And for God's sake, coming out of a weekend like the one we just had in this country, do some research. See how other countries handled similar things, and the problem, while not going away entirely, is reduced dramatically. Again, without violating the sacred Second Amendment that, as an attorney, I know better than 99% of you. I know the First Amendment. Guess what? I, I'm a media member. I own media companies. The First Amendment is sacred to me. You know what? There are, there are exceptions to the First Amendment. Even, that's, even though it says Congress shall make no law restricting the freedom of speech, the freedom of association, etc. You know what? There are laws that restrict the freedom of speech. And you know what? As a media owner who has studied this stuff my entire life, I accept the fact that there are some restrictions on my sacred First Amendment. And I wrote a damn Ph.D. thesis on the importance of freedom of expression or a free and independent media as some of our current politicians call the media the enemy of the people. Gee, I wonder if that led to pipe bombs to media members. I wonder if that contributed to the problem. Words matter, folks. And when you listen to hateful, ignorant, bigoted, racist people, and they use those types of terminologies, yes, it is a part, not the first part, but a part of a picture that leads to, in this case, true massacres of our fellow citizens. You want to be more tolerant of that? You want to be more patient? Should I just sit back down and be a little bit more calm? Or should I speak because I know what the hell I'm talking about? Because I have expertise in many of these areas. Because I do not live my life in a way that is designed to make ignorant people comfortable. I want to make you all uncomfortable. I actually hope you make me uncomfortable if I say something incorrect. That's how married to the truth I am. You want to keep your ostrich head in the sand? You want to keep voting for racists and bigots and ignorant people who laugh at violence toward the media or laugh at violence toward immigrants or other people of color? I hope you sleep well at night. But you know what's not going to happen? If you listen to this show, you're not going to die never hearing how bigoted and racist and closed-minded you are because you live in a comfortable bubble where nobody ever challenges you on those thoughts. There's too much of that comfortable bubble. Maybe I know more than the other people in your bubble who are not challenging you as you overtly or covertly are enabling racism, bigotry, and violence. You're better than that, most of you. You're better than that. 
wake up, follow the evidence, have some intellectual honesty, and penalize those who try to trick you. There are snake oil salesmen out there. There are political snake oil salesmen. There are spiritual snake oil salesmen. Fact-check all of them. Fact-check me. And call the bastards out rather than voting them back into office or enabling their racism, their bigotry, their hatefulness that has become the scourge of our great country. Is it time for vacation yet? Not yet. You but still, it, yeah, you get Bill Voth. It is then. time for Bill Voth live <laughs> from Panthers camp. Maybe I'll get my paid suspension after all. Next on the David Glenn Show. Ruffin McNeil, welcome back. I know we'll always be a huge part of you and your family. You know, this will be my last coaching stop. After this, yeah, maybe join you on the radio show or Amen. do some of that. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be doing some remote shows from your boat in the middle of the Caribbean somewhere <laughs> if I have my way. You're listening to The David Glenn Show. show what was dean wormer's line in animal house to flounder fat drunk and stupid is no way to go through life son dean glenn today on the david glenn show august 5th 2019 angry hateful and ignorant is no way to go through life son bill voth may have no idea what we're talking about that's probably a good thing he's been an outstanding nfl and carolina panthers beat writer for a long time now with panthers.com he was probably there getting wet at FanFest at Bank of America Stadium on Friday. The Panthers, of course, are back to camp mode in Spartanburg, South Carolina. It's the Bears on Thursday in preseason game number one. Bill, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? Man, you're really mailing it in today, yeah. huh? Just Last another day for vacation, and then you bring me on. This is just a throwaway show. Just another day at the office, Bill. You know how these things can go. Hey, you've had uh, some fun special access to the Panthers. So now that you've kind of jumped to Panthers.com, I know that's not a brand new thing, but you guys are in golf carts. You guys are showing us more of the personality of uh, everybody from the owner, David Tepper, to some of the key players. Just give us a little window into that world before we dive into more training camp stuff well there's a long way to go um you know what we need to do what what teams and leagues need to do especially you know is 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 pulling in the opposite direction of where nfl coaches have always wanted to go right so it's pulling back a curtain it's being transparent it's being able to acknowledge warts where there's warts because uh when teams websites start it it's all just cheerleading and it's like well of course, all like they're afraid to really criticize or say a guy had a bad game and stuff like that. So, um, since I've been on board, that's that's been an important thing to to try and bring. Um, and then also, yes, a lot of the video behind the scenes stuff. It, and I'll tell you what, like owners, NFL owners, because I've been at a couple of these these meetings. Those the ones in Arizona. They're being told that you know, here's where millennials, here's here's where the millennials and the younger generation, here's where those eyeballs are going right now, and there is. Now, there's some concern that okay, they're, they're going away from the NFL. So how do you get these people interested? How do you keep them interested? Well, you got to show them stuff. you you got to take them behind the scenes. The owners are seeing this. And, again, coaches don't want to let cameras behind the scenes. This is why we see such a, a, a push and pull with um, hard knocks um, and why teams don't want to do it. Uh, but, yeah, I think you see a guy like David Tepper who signs up for all or nothing and, who will be signing up for some other things down the road um, that it, listen, this is, 
I, I, I know it makes coaches uncomfortable, but this is this is also a business. This is what we have to do for our fans. Speaking of David Tepper, I find him to be one of the most compelling figures to enter our sports world in North Carolina in my 32 years of doing this, and I mean that sincerely. Uh, I'll give you several things, taken in as many directions as you like. He has the state-of-the-art facility coming on the other side of the border. He has talked about a, 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 a structure that would have perhaps a retractable roof that would allow for football, but also concerts, maybe even an MLS franchise. And he's left his hedge funds to throw himself even more into what seemed like already a neck-deep aspect of him being the owner as the Panthers. What do you make of this guy? And what did you make of some of those timetables when he talked about like the, the big-picture items like a new, a new stadium in Charlotte? He, he's not just saying stuff to blow smoke. Amen. Like he's, and that's what I think. Like he, since last year, I've been telling people, like I don't think people in the region – understand what he wants to do and how he wants to blow things up. Like, I, I think the franchise before was reactive, and he said it now multiple times, afraid to make mistakes. Now he's going on offense, and he wants to make the Panthers and whatever else he brings in um, world-class, not, not, not just, just the best at everything. And that and it's a different mentality, I think, for, for folks in the area to, to understand. It's not just good enough just to have a team. He wants to be the best at everything. And that's, and it's not just on the field. It's all this other stuff. So it, 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 it's kind of wild to be around them. It, um, it's like they're going from zero. It's not going from zero to 60. It's like going from zero to, like, 160. So it's a breakneck pace. But um, I think if you're – if you're in the Carolinas and you're a fan of this stuff, it's, it, you should be pretty excited. And I was walking the other day at FanFest. I was walking to the press box, and he was with his fiance. And he's like, Bill, where are you going? I'm like, I just want to say hi to someone. He's like, no, come with me. And we went, and, and, and we, um, we walked around, like, the 200 level um, as fans were coming in for FanFest. And he would just, like, he would, just, he would sit behind, like, people just sitting there and would be like, hey, these are, these are some nice seats. And then when people would recognize him, they would like freak out. And he's walking around like a like a rock star right now. Now a lot of this could still be a honeymoon period, right? Of right. Um, and and he knows that. Um, but I think people are really excited about what he's doing. And I and I saw that for about a half hour the other night when he was walking around and, and kissing babies and all this other stuff he was doing. It was like he could run for mayor at the moment. Bill Voth is joining us. Find his writing nowadays at Panthers.com. Also, a whole lot of fun audio and video at the official team website. He is on Twitter nowadays at Panthers Bill, at Panthers Bill. Our guest, Bill Voth, joining us from Carolina Panthers training camp. My good friend, Mick Mixon, dislikes intensely hypothetical questions. So unless you also do dislike intensely hypothetical questions, I would love to pick Bill Voth's brain on this one. Baker Mayfield, Browns quarterback, chugged after biting into the side of a beer can, chugged a beer in front of Cleveland baseball fans, and on the Jumbotron got a standing ovation and helped the Indians with that extra energy turn the game around and win a Major League Baseball game. Why do I question whether Cam Newton would get the same sort of universal celebration? Well, if Cam did something like that, in, in your experience with both Cam defenders and Cam haters, don't you think it would be a, a more complicated equation if Cam did what Baker Mayfield did? 
Oh, of course. Yes. And for many reasons. And we know that. Um, that's, it was funny. I was thinking about Cam the other night as, as a Clevelander and as a fan of Cleveland teams. And I was actually watching that Indians game live because I'm a dork and I had nothing to do <laughs> that night. Yeah. Uh, Saturday night other than watch the Indians. Um, uh, but, um, yeah, it's not like Baker's been widely accepted either though. Um, but I think he's making that persona work for him. Cam, right, he's going to be his own person. He's not widely accepted, but there's always going to be a large chunk of the population that will never accept him yeah. uh, for for multiple reasons. Um, so, yeah, if, if he ever did that, would, he, would it be as, like, you know, kind of like, hey, buddy, punch on the arm, like, type, like, ha, look what, Look what uh, Baker did. Look what Aaron Rodgers did. Isn't this so fun what quarterbacks are doing? Cam did that. And, and I don't like – I think the, the Panthers fan base is sometimes a little sensitive when it comes to this. Well, if Cam did this like, – but I think this is a good question. If Cam did that, um, it probably wouldn't come off as well. And, by the way, I don't think Cam would actually ever do that, though. No, you're right. I think, I think Cam, Cam would be – Cam would act above it probably. Bill Voth is joining us on the David Glenn Show, putting aside the obvious racial aspect and that double standard. What else is it about Cam that gets some of the haters hating? I think that's mostly, that's mostly it. Okay. That, I didn't know how many layers there was to that kid. Mostly it. No, there's other layers, but that's the biggest. Layer. Okay. Right? Like, if you have a white quarterback that wants to be – well, okay, maybe that's not it. Right? It, it first of all, it's the position. Quarterbacks are supposed sure. to act, right, in our – Quarterbacks are supposed to act one way. They're supposed to go down the field and just and and and, and just kind of lead, right? And, and 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 be all buttoned up and to to dress perfectly. Now, every once in a while, you've got like the guys throughout the the, the years, like a Joe Namath, but he was able to to translate that translate that and and really and and make that work for him. But but mostly, what we see are are, are white quarterbacks that have always kind of cuthered inside the line. So when you have a quarterback that's coloring outside the line, like a Baker Mayfield, there's criticism that comes. But then with Cam, right, so you have this quarterback coloring outside the line, then you throw in that racial aspect, then it's two things we're not used to seeing. We're seeing a quarterback that's not acting like the others, and then we're act, we're seeing a non-white quarterback act like that. And so that's, I think, clearly what's been, been really the, the brunt of the issue for so many years but you know to his credit he's just this is who i am this is who i'm gonna be and um and i think the more people try and push him into a box the more he's gonna try and push out of it bill voth joining us from panthers camp we saw luke keekley uh, held out as a precaution and or a veterans day we saw even today i think it was brian burns the rookie limped off the field at one point uh, it feels like everybody's back, and there's no major red flags injury-wise, right? Is is that a fair assessment three days before the Panthers visit the Bears? Yeah, I mean, so far it's been a very nondescript camp, which from a media side, that is boring. Um, but from a fan side and from a team side, it's, that's what you want in a training camp. You want no real big headlines. Um, you know, like the big headlines are what? Curtis Samuels looks good that there's this little nickelback from the Bucks that's played well the past couple days. Like that, like really like what else is there? You know, like there's, there's not a lot coming from this camp, but again, that's, that's what you, that's what you want in training camp. You don't, you don't want to be creating a lot of drama uh, or headlines. Um, so they're kind of flying pretty much under that radar, uh, at least early on through this thing. Every once in a while, there's like a preseason camp star 
that gets some love and maybe deserved love, but we all know he's kind of a down-the-roster type of guy. Curtis Samuel seems like a guy who not only has made a lot of big plays through the first week here, but obviously is going to play a lot, and along with DJ Moore, has to be the solution at wide receiver. Um, Is he on your podium for early camp standouts? And yes or no, beyond him, you know, who else is on that podium? Yeah, I think the spring he he jumped on everyone on everyone's radar, and then at camp he's yeah. But I think by far and away at the top of the podium, I don't think anyone's even close to to like training camp stars or MVPs. He's he's run away with it. Um, like like it, it's rare that we. I think yesterday there was there was like oh yeah we mentioned Curtis Samuel today. Um, now how will that translate in regular season games? We'll see because again there's only one football. And the Panthers have Christian McCaffrey, Greg Olson, DJ Moore. Um, I think Chris Hogan and Jarius Wright will be, um, you know, unheralded third-down guys. Uh, so, and, and Cam will still take off with it. So, how many touches will Curtis get? Um, you know, we'll see. Uh, but the, the hype that he started to build in the spring is 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 only getting bigger through this summer, and 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 that's legit because. The confidence that he has, it, it's been oozing out of him. Um, and remember, he was a running back for the most part coming out of college. Yeah. So his route running has gotten a lot better. And his hands his first year going into last summer even, um, folks on the inside were, were questioning his hands, and he's really worked on those. Um, so he's really improved as a player. Uh, and, and so I don't think this is any – this isn't some misplaced hype. Uh, this – He's he's tra- he's looking like he could be the real deal. It's just how, how many touches can he get in this offense is, is going to be a question. Last thing for Bill Voth of Panthers.com. I only have a, a minute or less on this. Were you surprised by Ryan Khalil coming out of retirement and putting on you know, a uniform different than the only one he had ever worn at the NFL level, now the starter starting center with the New York Jets? Only because I – I wasn't only because – I'd heard about it a couple months ago that he had been talking to a couple teams. So I wasn't surprised last week. Now, when I heard the news originally, yeah. of course, yeah, I think it was like everyone else. Yeah, because he seemed, right, seems the key word. He seemed at peace with it. And he probably was at peace-ish with it back in December. Um, but as he's readily admitted, um, you know, when you're out of it, it's you get that itch to come back and, um, he did. He was able to play in every game last year, and um, he still thinks he can play at a high level. And clearly, the Jets can use somebody like him. So it makes sense when you think about it. It's just you know the way he matter-of-factly talked about walking away last year, and then I think this did just kind of surprise most people. That uh, I can understand the reaction for sure. But um, good luck to him. Bill Voth, good luck to him from Panthers Camp on Twitter at PanthersBill. Find his work at Panthers.com. Thanks for the visit, man. Keep up the good work. Enjoy London. Are you going with the F.A.? Say that again? F.A.'s got to be here. Are you going with F.A. Obata to London? Or- oh, no, no. It's a, an independent from F.A. trip, just the family. We are going to catch a Premier League match and see London proper. So if Which FA, Premier if, League game are you going to? If, uh, we're going to Tottenham and the home okay. opener in that uh, state-of-the-art new stadium. Man, I'm out of time. i got to run. Final right, thoughts and TV picks as we come down the stretch next. 
UNC coach Roy Williams is joining us. You are uncomfortable with your name in the same sentence as Dean Smith. I know that I will never be as good as he was in, in any way. Yet when I hear people say those things, yeah, those things are pretty neat. I, but I try to make sure that's about as far as I go. Keep it here on the David Glenn Show. We are coming down the stretch on today's program. And down the stretch they come. As I'm headed out for two weeks and headed to London with the family, remember, be nice and loving and respectful to people, including those dealing with mental illness or playing video games for that matter. You do not have to respect or enable and certainly don't vote for racist ideas and the people who advance them. Enjoy the voices of North Carolina. I'll see you in two weeks on The David Glenn Show. Mr. President, Barack Obama, welcome to the David Glenn Show. How are you? David, it's great to be on. It's wonderful to, to talk to the folks in North Carolina. I always say uh, I love the state of North Carolina, love the people of North Carolina. Even the folks who don't support me down there are nice to me. The David Glenn Show.